It's the CDRW collection everyone's talking about. Over four hours of non-stop outtakes from the spirit of the forest. It's another volume of back-to-back, action-packed, multi-track, CDRWs full of memorable moments that just didn't make the cut. Oh my god. Oh my god, I gotta get out of here. Oh, this sucks. Oh my god. Oh my god, I can't run anymore. It features voices and sounds that never made it to any of the episodes, otherwise forgotten moments. Now available for just 10 easy payments of $499.99. Financing is available, and cash on delivery is available only to residents of Corvallis, Oregon. Call now and receive an extra CDRW featuring mysterious forms of what our producers mistakenly believe to be the spirit of the forest. Wait, wait, do you hear that? Is that the spirit of the forest? No. This award-winning set of outtakes features the series Peaceful Reflections by noted poet and essayist Jay Plemons before his untimely death while recording as a contracted producer of The Spirit of the Forest. Peaceful Reflections. There's nothing like being able to go out into the forest, into the woods, to know you're by yourself. There's not another human around for miles, just you and nature. Being able to bond, to become peaceful reflections. You know, there are just some days when it's nice to be able to get away from it all. The rat race, the hustle and bustle. And that's why I love just to go out into the forest who gave you permission to film? Get off the steps! <clears throat> I'm calling the police now! Call 911 now! You know what, asshole? Oh. Call the police now! To be able to enjoy the trees, enjoy nature, the birds, the wildlife surrounding me. You're a photographer! Give me the card! Give me your card! Go here, Derek Queen, get out! <sighs> Peaceful reflections. You know, sometimes I just love to take a walk. You have insulted me before! You know what you guys do? Take the illegal photographs and insult! When I know no one's around, I just go out into the middle of the forest. Where's... Peaceful reflections. There's nothing like being out in the middle of nowhere. Just being able to walk around in the forest, no one around for miles, being able to see the trees, the birds, and just to be truly alone in nature. Just to know... You okay? You good? Peaceful reflections. There's really nothing like being... What's wrong? Why are you sitting here? Peaceful... Huh? What'd you do then? Peaceful reflections. I was down there doing this. Huh? 
peaceful reflections. You know, some days it's just nice to be able to go out to be by yourself in the nature. You doing some drugs? Peaceful reflections. Some days it's just nice to be able to go out, be by yourself in the middle of the forest, just to enjoy the trees, the birds, all of nature, to know you're truly alone, to know that there's not another human for miles and miles. What's wrong, huh? You need Jesus in your life, man. Oh, Jesus! Jesus is already saving me. Yeah, he is. Enjoy the trees, the birds, the forest. Just a peaceful reflections. No, you just did ah. an illegal boom! And you always work here alone. What's your name and number, Norma Kay? I'm tired of being beat up by people, by photographers who use the photos against people. Call now and receive absolutely free an extra 80 gigabyte Firewire hard drive containing exclusive AIFF audio files of Jay Plemons' actual death. You've been told before not to come. Don't miss your chance to get the CDRW set everyone's talking about. The Spirit of the Forest Outtakes Volume 8. Order now at 541-609-8949. Only 10 easy payments of $499.99. And you can get hours of previously unreleased material like this. Um, you want me to start now? No, how about now? Okay, I'll go now. No. Okay, now. All right, three, two, okay. And this. I'm dying. I'm all alone. Never thought it was going to end this way. <laughs> Sorry. before these CDRWs are completely sold out. Order now by calling 541-609-8949. Voidware prohibited. This series is not actually award-winning. Postage fee of $75 will apply to all domestic orders with a $300 surcharge for international shipping. Please allow 7 to 10 business years for your order to arrive. Payments are non-refundable and may or may not apply toward your order. The Spirit of the Forest's production headquarters will not be held liable for incomplete orders or orders we choose to cancel after receiving the full payment. Refund requests will be charged a service fee of $279. See store for details. Offer ends soon.
Okay. Ah. No. 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 They're no. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Could be. They're over Randy's house. I got cassettes. Video, uh, there's some video. There's a, there's a box right there on the table there of cassettes. Oh, oh. cool. Oh, oh, cool. I got cassettes right there. Oh, oh. cool. I wondered if it was going to be raining down here. I know, I know. Looks like there might be some clouds coming. <laughs> I know, this is going to suck real bad. <laughs> Who's this? And there's a hospital bed over there. Oh my. It's all together. It's all there. Yeah. Oh. It's all in the... Uh, a beer mug, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right by your hand. The brown one there. The brown one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything right here in now. here? No oh, there is a hospital bag. It's the spirit of the forest. Uh, hey, it is. A uh, what? The spirit of the forest. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty sure that's what that is. Oh, cool. Cool. Oh, okay. Well, you know what it is. <laughs> So when I call my sheep, I go, sheep, 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 and they come running. <laughs> they know they're sheep. <laughs> yeah, they know they're sheep, and why call them anything else?
Raindrops on kittens and schnitzel on roses. Nose cream on my nose, whiskers and crisp eyelashes with noodles. Wild geese that fly with their wings tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Ponies in dresses and warm, warm doorbells and brown raindrops. Girls with blue whiskers tied up with noodles. Wild kettles that fly with bright copper wings. These are a few of my favorite things. The dog bites, the bee stings. I simply remember my favorite things. And then I feel so that sting on colored girls tied up with blue satin sashes wild brown girls tied up in warm strings wild wild white girls that melt into nose cream these are a few of my favorite things nose cream on ponies nose cream on kittens Nose cream on roses and nose cream on mittens. Bells and 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 wild geese. When, 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 when the bee stings, I simply remember my dog bites, and then I feel so, so. I've been hiking this trail for quite a while now. This is day 192, which is more than six months. And it definitely feels like a long time, especially when each day is filled with walking and backpacking through the forest and sleeping under the canopy. And I've really come to appreciate being in the forest surrounded by trees. I always liked trees, but I really have a greater appreciation for them and how they work. And, uh, I've heard before about how trees can actually kind of communicate with uh, using fungus underground and actually share nutrients with each other as needed in the tree community. And um, I think that's probably true, and I think they probably communicate even in other ways that we can't understand. I think it's a lot like uh, ant colonies. Like Each ant doesn't have a very high amount of intelligence, but as a collective they accomplish some pretty impressive things. And I think forests probably work the same way, and it's worked for them. They've survived for, you know, all these millions of years. And uh, so I came to a highway a few days ago at White Pass, Washington, um, 2,300 miles down, about 350 to go to Canada. And uh, so I was there at the store for a day or two, and uh, I camped in the spot kind of down by a lake in a forest and you know as I was setting up my tent everything just kind of seemed normal all the trees around me seemed uh, healthy and fine and then when I when I was lying on my back on my pad and, and looking up at the canopy I saw 
that actually several of the trees around me were dead. And they were basically like 50 foot tall stumps, like just a, a plain trunk with no branches and uh, just an abrupt end halfway up. But uh, you couldn't really tell they were dead if you're just looking at the bottom 15 feet because they still had bark and moss on them and seemed fine. And it kind of struck me how trees are really different from humans in the sense that dying isn't really the end of your life. Um, you know, once a tree dies, it can stand there for dozens of years and it's still filled with, I don't know how many different kinds of organisms that are inhabiting its shell. And uh, I almost wonder if maybe they, even though the tree's dead, all those different organisms are still part of a big web of communication and there's still so much life going on in that dead tree. And whereas, you know, us humans are so squeamish about death and as soon as someone dies, we bury them or incinerate them or I don't know what else we do, but, you know, we, we want them out of sight. Don't want to see a dead person. And, but I also think it's kind of similar to humans because how many, t I mean, it's pretty common that I go about my life and I see people who look like people, walk around, go about their business, but I, they're kind of dead inside. And it's pretty common, I think, in our modern society to be just, you know, go to work, to the job you hate, to earn the money that you feel like you have to earn to support your life so that you can go home and vegetate in front of a screen, and which somehow maybe simulates the experience of living um, in some kind of way that fools our minds into being content with that and then only wanting that. And it really makes me sad how many people go through life that way and I feel so grateful to be somehow awakened to something greater in life that you can really make it whatever you want and turn it into any beautiful creation you can. Not that I have all the answers by any means. I've got as many qu more questions than most people probably, but I don't know. It's, just, I'm, it's like people are living their lives with the sands of time in the left hand and it's just slipping through their fingers and in the right hand they've got a smartphone with Facebook and email and that's what they're looking at, you know, and there's no consciousness, there's no awareness of this is life. This is like every day that you're alive is your chance to do something and experience it. And I don't know. It also struck me when I was looking at those trees that someday there's going to be a day when I've been dead for a billion years or 20 billion years. And there's going to be no trace that I was ever alive or probably, you know, any of us, I don't know how long human race will survive, but it's like, it kind of reminded me of a paragraph I read in a book one time about, uh, well, the main character was in this huge grove of, like, massive old growth trees. It's a fantasy book, but um, the trees were, you know, just enormous, and he was reflecting on how those trees were there for thousands of years, you know, before he was ever born, or before, like, the civilization around him was created, and that they'll be there for another thousand years after he's dead, and his realization was that life is fleeting, and so therefore don't hold on to it too tightly, but 
also enjoy it the most you can every day. And that's kind of my philosophy too. I, I kind of, as I was having that thought, I was talking to my friend and I told him like, I don't think there's ultimately a purpose in life. It's kind of whatever it is. Um, there's no real like single goal you're trying to get to, but it's still interesting enough to keep me engaged. And that doesn't really bother me. It's, it's still fascinating and I never want to stop exploring all the stuff there is in the world. And wait, can you hear that? It's the spirit of the forest.
Why don't you tell me what you've got going on in your yard? This is where the kids will come and trick or treat. Clap your hands. What is this that we've gotten here? We have, uh, this is a witch um, on this side that I think it says seven or eight different phrases. And this is just a, a ghoul, and he flashes uh, his full skeleton. And it's activated by clapping your hands, huh? Or, uh, or both just by... motion and uh, sound activation. These things flipping around in the wind will activate it. It seems that you have a lot of these life-sized, um, scary ghouls and things in your yard. I try to make it not really scary for the little kids, but Halloween style. About how many do you have? Absolutely no idea. This is probably only about half of what I have. The rest of it has been retired or just didn't 
come out this year. I've been collecting for over 10 years. I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, at least 20 in this front yard alone. You've got, you've got a rock band and yes. what else do we have over here? Um, this is my ghost. It's one of my new additions. This is actually from my roommate's um, chemo uh, radiation treatment, his, the mask. That's how come it actually has a face there. I've never seen a chemo mask before. That's interesting. As a body bag, my granddaughter sent me on Facebook how to make one of these, so I had to do it. Hanging from a tree? <laughs> this is my rolling bands uh, rock band. Well, rolling bones instead of the rolling stones. You got I... it. You can't have a band without somebody watching it. Yes. And so this is my tea party. And you can pick your own poison. Who, who do we have sitting here at the table? Uh, we have a clown and a... What is that, a ghoul? A, a, <laughs> a decaying skull, a decaying corpse. <laughs> I do have my giant, giant ghoul up on the... And now that's actually the head is on one of the old satellite dish posts yeah, that like they a... left that they couldn't get down and so I used that to hang the head on or put the head on it and then I've made the body and so that's one of the people's favorites. What was that? Oh well, what do we have here? my wedding scene. Uh, the bride and groom and the maid of honor and the best man. Um, this? this is my wedding scene. And this is most likely going to be retired because it's not... I heard it was a not... wedding scene, but what's that guy's She's the maid of honor. A skull face with a black hood and... It would creep most normal people out, I imagine. <laughs> this I call my... Um, Hansel and Gretel. This is the only item on that I have up that I actually got one complaint on because I thought maybe it wasn't appropriate for little, little kids to see. So I call it my Hansel and Gretel because everybody's heard the story of Hansel and Gretel and I have had no more complaints. And what is this for those uh, who can't see? Okay. I have a witch that has a cooking fire and she is roasting a toddler over the fire, along with her black cat and some skulls just and some witches floating around just to make it look Halloweenish. Did you do demented things with dolls when you were younger? No. <laughs> no. What is that? Oh, the electric chair. Okay, this is my execution alley. Here I have a box with a prisoner in it. And this is my gas chamber, and I have a laser light up here that is shining on, on him so that it looks like there's gas going around. This is my electric chair. In the daylight, you probably can't see the lights, but I have lights that will, will flash and make it look more electric chair. And the scarecrow is going to throw the switch on it. 
Next is my guillotine, which is one of the kids' favorites. And in here, this lid actually lifts, lifts up where kids can put their head in. Son, would you like to put your head in there? No. And what is, what is it operated by? It is operated by a, by a ghoul. Uh, he's actually holding on to his head down there. I don't, you can't really see. It's turned. Next, we have um, our lethal injection. We have a bag of green liquid. Comes down and goes into a giant, giant needle. This needle was donated by a vet out in Flomouth who says this is a, a horse hypodermic needle. And it's going right into the middle of this mannequin's arm. Yes, and this is a real Right at the mannequin. bend, too. <laughs> so it looks real. Next we have, of course, a hanging. Oh, yeah, skeleton hanging from a noose. What's what a noose? Oh, it's this thing. Yeah. This and, is, this and is it's, what it's he... It's not quite tight. I remember, I remember. So you're like... Like it's kind of like from Hangman when you like put this thing there, and then if and if and if you try to guess the wrong thing, then you then you draw your hanging. Yeah. By your, it, it's it's supposed to kill someone when you're hanging by your neck. Next year, I'm not going to put the skeleton here. I'm going to put a real uh, mannequin or something here because it, I, somebody made the comment that it's not good to hang a dead person. This I call my mad doctor. It used to sit up, but with it, it, the mechanism has gotten all wet, so right now it won't work. Uh, that over there is the mad doctor. And I have a sign here that says body parts for sale with several of his body parts out here. Well, hands and feet all over the place, huh, John? Yeah, those are for sale. <laughs> it is pretend, it's Halloween, okay? I said, are they for sale? It is pretend. It's Halloween, okay? I said, are they for sale? It is pretend. It's Halloween, okay? According to, to the sign, it's for sale, but it's not really for sale. In here, just be aware there's over 100 extension cords on the ground, so watch your feet, please. You can walk anywhere. Go ahead. Absolutely. Thank you. So how long have you been setting up a, a haunted yard such as this? I've been doing this for about 10 years now, so yes, I have lots of, of quite a collection. We're here along a pretty busy street. Um, do you get a lot of comments or people stopping? Uh, since I started putting this up this year, which was the last weekend in September, I get an average of about 50 people a day. Treaters. Do you have a lot of candy ready to hand out tonight on Halloween? Two thousand pieces, two apiece. <laughs> Both my roommate and I are diabetic, so we we can't eat the candy. So we try and buy just what I need. This is my graveyard. Uh, the columns that are here were donated by uh, what used to be a neighbor. He's since moved to Portland and he didn't want to transport them, so he gave them to me. In front here, I have a baby laying a, with vultures surrounding the baby. Well, 
what have we here? A dog. This is my what I call my family of ghouls. They are out for a stroll with their pet, a skeletal dog, and a baby in the carriage. <laughs> That's some baby in the carriage. <laughs> these are my newest addition. I've made these this year. Uh, these are my UFOs. I made them with PVC pipe and um, space blankets, but I won't use space blankets again because the wind is just tearing them to pieces. Oh, as I you can, can see. see. Yeah, it's this kind of silver thin plastic. Yeah. Oh, with an alien inside, I a flashing light. Inside, yeah, flashing light. That's a. I'll bet at night it looks a whole lot different, huh? Yeah, it does. Here I have my wolf boy and wolf girl up in the trees. That's actually scared quite a few people when they first notice it. And last I have my giant spider over here who is feasting on its dinner. Very nice. Have you ever gotten any especially negative comments from parents or anybody? No, only the one negative comment where they thought that the Hansel and Gretel was not appropriate for little kids. That's the only negative comment. Um, I've gotten so many comments from everybody that they just really love it and they think it's way neat that, you know, there is a place that they can take their kids. Uh, I have people that come down almost every day and then new people too, of course. And I Certainly have great fit. ideas for next year. Yeah. What are, you know, want to reveal any of your ideas? Are uh, they... I'll say Egyptian. Okay. And an interactive, one that's a little bit more interactive. Um, the Corvallis CSI team wants us to identify body parts. And so there's going to be body parts inside of a box and you have to identify them. But they're not going to actually be body parts, of course. Will they um, feel real? Kind of that real doughy, fleshy... Well, if I put corn silk in there, what do you think that would be? Isn't that kind of like that? It's kind of like sand, isn't it? Corn silk is, is be more like hair. Okay. There's, there's a whole bunch of items that you can... So it might be a little bit creepy for the littler kids, but I think that the mainstream kids will really enjoy it. Yeah, and it's, it's memorable. <laughs> Halloween is in part about getting spooked out. <laughs> Thank you for spicing up the neighborhood. <laughs> You're more than welcome. Thank you for reminding us the reason for the season. <laughs> I've left it out here in the yard that hopes that somebody would identify it. And... Oh, 
We traverse the forest to the edge of the river amidst a large storm with coastal precipitation. The air smells like a blend of coniferous needles and sweet, damp maple. Winds from the west at about 12 miles per hour, with the pressure changing and humidity at near 100%. This is Rickshaw Diaries. Oh, I don't really feel like giving rides right now. I'm sorry. Nope. Yeah, I don't think so. Where are you going? Give me extra two. Like logistically, couldn't work. Hamilton and what? Agate Street. Hamilton and what? Hamilton and Agate. A G A T Y. It's like two blocks away. So I usually do like, like th well, three of us. Yeah. How I mean, much? I We're kind of close, guys. Estimate so we can like measure Dude, we can it. How about like how about fifty bucks? <laughs> oh, that's a lot. No, I'm not. Sixty. Sixty. Oh my god. Hey there. How's it going? We wish we could all fit, but we're too big. <laughs> yeah, you kind of Nope. Hey, fuck you, you hippie. <laughs> nice bike. No, I'm not. I can't. The thing is, it's already been so hectic. Join us next time for another edition of Rickshaw Diaries. Been to, have you ever been to hell? Yes. What's it like down there? It's so, so dark. It's so hot. It's so hot. It's burning up down there. People screaming. People screaming. Everybody's screaming. Devil's down there. All of us are down there. Satan. He's down there. He's, he doesn't like it. Nobody likes it down there. It's so hot. 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 It's so things be crawling all over the place. It hurts. Little bugs. Everything. Burning and burning and burning. I've been there so long, yeah. Thousand millions. Do you ever ask Jesus to forgive you? No, no. <laughs>
Won't you ask him to forgive you? No, it's not going to work. It's too late. Oh, what too late. did I say? What did I say to you? Oh, what did I say with Jesus? You want to go back to heaven? Oh, yes. Does he make you get him, people? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh. Maybe if you come out and treat people nice, you might have another oh. chance. No. No. Oh. Oh, it's too late. It's so late. God, not going to believe me. not going to forgive me. God's not going to forgive me. No, he's not. You never asked him. How do you know? <laughs> hmm? You never asked I just him know. I just know. <laughs> It's too late. It's too late. Oh, it's so late. Oh, it's so late. I really feel sorry for you because you have to go to hell. Nothing you can do about it. I know, I know. I'm stronger than you are, and I can pin you to the bed any time I feel like it. by Dan Crawl. Special thanks is offered to the voices in this episode, which include Jay Plemons, Dan Crawl, Nick Mihadis, mystery holders of an estate sale in Monroe, Oregon, Solomon and John Crawl, Sharon Thompson, Joe Amundsen, a number of mystery voices from a few from a few different YouTube videos, a number of mystery voices recorded in Eugene, Oregon. Special appreciation goes out to Matt Kellum, Negative Land, Dan Crawl, WX Radio, Julie Andrews, Arlen Bayless, Vladimir Usachevsky, Allegory Chapel Limited, Another Headache and Cock ESP for their musical and sonic contributions to this episode. 
of the spirit of the forest. I'm... I'm... Oh.